Welcome to La Jefa Experience, the place where moms in any stage of motherhood come to get tools, tips, and support to thrive as the CEO of their life and family. What's up, Jefas all over the world? Welcome to La Jefa Experience. I am your host, Rocio Cisco, and um, today is a very special day. It is episode 10 of La Jefa Experience. I am so honored and grateful to be here with you, mamas, and I, uh, I thank you for your support along this journey, along this this goal, and or this dream, this goal, and now this vision for the podcast Um May you be finding the tools and tips that you need to thrive in all seasons of motherhood. Um, the topic for today was left intentionally for this episode because it was one that was uh, really uh, sought out by a lot of you. You messaged me, you answered my um, my polls on social media, and you all wanted to know about mom guilt and how we can attack this and how we can really start shifting our mindset around mom guilt so that we can uh, achieve our goals or even start taking action on our goals, right? So where do I even start in motherhood, in, in mom guilt in motherhood? There's so much, there's so much to even cover. Yet I, uh, I want to intentionally make this as digestible as possible because I don't need to go into why we feel mom guilt. We all feel it at some point, And there's so many reasons why I can't possibly cover all of them yet. I can express and share with you all my experience with mom guilt. Um, and, and I want to also um, just address this part of mom guilt that it will evolve and it will shift uh, along your seasons of motherhood. Um, my mom guilt uh, or mom guilt that I felt as my son was a newborn versus toddler versus a young boy is going to shift. And I've already felt that shift and I'm not tied to any of it. I'm not tied to anything that I am doing now. I am not um, bound to it. And that is one of the biggest things that I can tell you all about motherhood, like a generalization about motherhood is that I'm learning is to not be tied to anything because it is constantly evolving. And that's where the suffering comes is where we get so attached to something and then it shifts and changes. And we're like, whoa, what happened? Why did this happen? What do I do? And and that's this where the suffering comes, where we are don't um don't have the mindset to just quickly shift and transition it and transition. Right. So as far as like my experience with mom guilt, um, I knew that I was going to have this experience and I was going to feel this in some way, shape or form. Even before I had Santiago while I was pregnant, I knew that I would. Um, I mean, one of the uh, leading up to the days of me actually giving birth, I was so grateful. I was so grateful and I felt gratitude for it being the final hours and the final days of me taking care of myself. And I remember, I remember watching Beyonce on one of her, um, one of her specials uh, where they would follow her around and she was pregnant with Ivy. And she said, 
the these are going to be these are the final hours these are the final days that I will be solely responsible for myself and that touched me so deeply because I thought whoa that is really gnarly to think about that it's really trippy to think that I won't be responsible for just Rocio anymore I'll be responsible for another human and um yeah and I I I really took care of myself leading up to those days, the first days, the first day that Santi was home. Um, I want to say it was maybe the first day and a half. Angelo and I uh, agreed that he would be taking care of Santiago and I was going to go get my nails done. And I did. I did. I prepared myself for it. Him and I had had a talk and conversation about the importance of me taking care of myself, the importance of me taking time for myself, and also the importance of us dedicating time and energy to our relationship. Two very important things that were there before Santiago. And them being there after Santiago wasn't anything personal to him. It wasn't anything personal against him. It didn't mean that we didn't love him at all or as much or whatever, whatever story we all tell ourselves, right? Because all of us have a different story about mom guilt, about doing things for ourselves, about chasing our goals and dreams. And we had already discussed that. So I was, ex I had expectations. I was intentional about working in this, uh, uh, on this. And in the first year of Santiago being born, I, um, or uh, be being alive, I did dedicate my myself to my, my workouts and I was still working part-time and um, I did take time for myself, self-care, right? And uh, when he was a year old, I really wanted to go to a retreat that had come up. Um, one of my good friends and mentor, Anat Perry, I feel like I mentioned Anat on every... <laughs> On every podcast. So I'm going to have her on. Um, eventually, we have already talked about it. And she's an amazing woman. And um, she had a retreat for training camp for the soul. And I really wanted to attend it. I, I, something in me so deeply felt that this was something that I needed to do. And uh, I was really inspired to do it. So I uh, came up uh, in my mind, I came up with the solution of how I was going to make this work. The, the retreat was two and a half hours away. I was either going to drive there and drive back so that I can be mom and still do me, or I was going to ask Angelo and Santi to come with me. They would stay in the cabin or do whatever they were going to do. And then I would just pop back in and, you know, I was going to help Angelo take care of Santi. When I, uh, when I addressed this with Angelo, he, um, he saw my hesitancy. He saw like what I had conjured up to make this possible. And he just stopped me dead in my tracks. He was like, Rocio, please stop. I also was, by the way, I also wasn't expressing and communicating this to this to him very confidently. I was like, um, I was wondering if uh, you would be in support of me going to this retreat. And this is what I'm thinking. <laughs> so um, he stopped me. He knows my mannerisms. He knows my ways. And he also knows that I, uh, I struggle with um, doing things in a hard way versus doing things in an easy way. Okay. So, um, he said, I just want, 
to ask you, is this something that you want to do? Are you inspired to do this? And I said, yes, I am. Great. Send me the dates. I will take care of it. I will need your support in giving me a schedule of when his naps are, when he wakes up, when he eats, blah, 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 blah. Get me as prepared as possible to make this happen. And I did. And I did. And I, this was a four-day retreat. The very first night I was away from uh, Angelo and Santiago, I cried myself to sleep. I was sad that it was the first time that I had been away from them. I felt guilty for leaving Santiago. I, uh, I was still breastfeeding. So it was all of those things of, you know, pumping in between sessions and freezing the milk while I was there. Um, and, and it was all the feelings. And I knew that this was something that was going to be good for me. Yet I didn't, uh, I didn't, I was just so stuck in the guilt of it all and the sadness I felt for being away from my family. And when I came home, the house was clean. My son was alive. <laughs> and I saw a bond in him and his father that I hadn't seen before. And I felt really, really happy that I had the courage to do that thing, to do that difficult thing of leaving my son and, and my husband for those four days. I was, I was very proud um, because I got what I needed out of the retreat and my son and his father got what he, they needed out of the time that I was away because that's important too. So um, since then, I've definitely dealt with more mom guilt, you know, and most recently was going back to the gym and leaving him in, uh, in a daycare and leaving him in like a little, like it's called the kids Academy at lifetime. And, um, it was something that I battled with too. I didn't want to do it. I dipped, dipped my foot in the pool and I took it one day at a time because, who knew what was going to happen, right? Like the first couple of times that I would drop him off, he would cry. He would scream for me. And I felt horrible. I felt horrible. And, um, and what got me through that was the feeling that I had after it was done. The feeling I had after it was done was an energizing, refreshing, intentional feeling. I felt so inspired and I felt so um, excited to be a mom again. I felt excited because I was full. I was full. My cup was full so that I could give from, from a full cup. And um yeah, and, and this is, these have been my experiences, some that I can name off the top of my head, yeah, major, major experiences for me and mom in, um, in, my, in motherhood. And I want to share with you guys just what I do to, uh, to deal with this, to cope with, with mom guilt, right? The first thing that I encourage you mamas to do when it comes to coping with mom guilt is to check in with your values. What are your values? What matters to you? What is a priority to you? Not your friend, not your mom, not your mother-in-law, you. 
okay? What do you value? Make a list of your top five values, okay? For example, if family and health are in your top five, there's a way. There is a way for you to make this work. There is a way for you. There, there is a purpose. There is a, um, a, a reason for you to be doing this. And there will be a way that you find uh, to do, to make it work, to make it happen. Okay. Number two, reframe your mindset. Think to yourself, take the time to actually address and acknowledge the mindset you have around doing something for yourself right? So for instance, I am a bad mom if I leave my kids to go work out. Well, that's not the, I, I write that down. That is not the mindset. And that is not a value that I want the belief that I want to be signing up for. I don't want to carry this with my baggage. It is not my baggage. Okay. What do I want to believe? Well, what I want to believe is that it is healthy for me to have space from my child. That's what I want to believe. So then I start reframing that. And again, you guys have heard me before with affirmations. That is my affirmations. It is, that is one of my affirmations. It is healthy for me to have space for my child. And it's something that I continuously repeat in my head. Anytime that something, uh, a situation arises where I feel mom guilt, I tell myself that. And I breathe into it and I, I, I feel it in my body because I want to embody that. In order for me to embody it, I must feel it in my body. I'm not going to, to make it happen by trying to convince myself logically that this is what I believe. I must feel it. Okay. The third thing, the third tip that I suggest mamas is to remove should from your vocabulary. The word should should just be taken out of the dictionary. <laughs> you don't have to do anything that you don't truly, genuinely want to do. You don't have to believe anything that you don't truly, genuinely want to believe. Remove should out of your vocabulary. And when you find yourself using the word should, shift it. I could go to the gym. I could da 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 da, da. And then shift it again. I will go to the gym. I can go to the gym. Use affirming words to replace and get rid of the word should because you don't have to do anything. The should is the expectation, the false expectation, the false belief, the uh it's 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 a figure of the imagination, right? It's not real. It's not real. Whatever proceeds should is not real. So remember that. Get rid of the should, okay? Replace it with affirming words. I will, I can, I am, so that you feel empowered, empowered and inspired to do the thing. Like leave your, your son or child or kids to go to the gym, to go get your nails done, to go work on a podcast, whatever the goal is, okay? The fourth tip, communicate to your kids and family 
what you are doing and why it is important for you. My husband and I, he knows. I have, I have communicated, I have addressed what is important to me. He knows what is important to me. He knows why it's important to me. He sees the bigger picture. He understands that in order for me to be my best self, be happy, be grateful, and be, and be loving, I get to do these things that I want to do, that I'm inspired to do. And he gets to spend time with our son. He gets to be dad. We get to be. These aren't things we have to do. We want to do them. So we get to do them. Okay. And we have allotted time. We sit down and we actually look through every week. Every week we look through our calendar. We already have set times where he watches my son uh, while I run off and come and do the podcast or I will get on a call um, Mondays. Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, and Saturdays, he watches my son. So I have about five to seven hours where he's watching my son throughout the week. And then I also take my son three days out of the week to Lifetime. And I also <laughs> I also wake up early. So this is where I make up my time. This is where I find time in order to do things that I want to do, in order to do things that I get to do, because I'm also managing a home. I'm I'm I, I have a business, I have this podcast, and I'm managing a home. I do laundry, I clean dishes, I take out the trash. I mean, everything, guys. The one thing I don't won't take credit for that my husband is amazing at is cooking, is cooking, and it helps so much that he is. I will not take that from him. He can have it all day long. Um, I will say I am finding a new appreciation for cooking, so uh, thank you, my love, for that. Um, the fifth thing is to involve your kids in your activities in some way, shape, or form. Um, one of the suggestions that I've given moms in the past when they're telling me that they want to find time to or they can't find time to work out is how old are your kids and involve them in the workout. Santiago was working out with me since he was nine months old. Guess what? The day that nine months old, you can imagine if you're a mama and you've had babies, you understand that they're not really keen on what's going on, right? Maybe they're seeing things and they're noticing things, but they're not really doing much at nine, nine months old. They're still babies. You can imagine my pride and how amazing I felt when Santiago started trying to do kettlebell swings or to jump. And I love it. Now he, he pretends like he works out with me and he's going to realize and he's going to feel Mama's taking care of herself. This is mama time. That's important for mama. And guess what? One day, I may he truly feel and believe that it is important for him to do that too because he saw me do it. So communicate or involve your kids in some way, shape, or form in your activities. Maybe you have older kids. Ask them when they would want to hang out with mama one-on-one -on -one, intentionally. When, when they would want to, to spend time with you, focused time where you're not on your phone and you're not doing anything else but being with them and giving them all of your attention. It's quality versus quantities, mamas. 
Uh, the sixth thing that I suggest when it comes to mom guilt is to take it one day at a time. As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, don't be attached to anything. Do your best to not attach to anything. Surrender. This is something that I am still working on. I am not perfect. It is a, a practice that I am currently integrating as well. And take it one day at a time. Take it one day at a time. The last thing that I can suggest when it comes to mom guilt is to be authentically you. Try things. Keep what works. Throw away what doesn't. There is no attachment to anything. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to be a certain way. When you are living life authentically and, and genuinely to, to what you value and what you love and what you're inspired by, there's less friction. Let's, less thoughts of what you aren't doing so that you can have gratitude and feel gratitude and honor for what you are doing. Remind yourself, mamas, you are unique. You are uniquely you. And you are trying to live a life that no one has ever lived before. And no one will ever live before or after you. Everyone is unique and you are too. Okay, so this is possible. Be relentless. Be relentless in, in finding what works for you and ditching the mom guilt so that you can uh Take action on your goals and achieve them and fill your cup. Okay. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, follow, and share the podcast with another mama that would benefit from the message. I'd also love to, uh, for you to leave a review and let me know if there's anything in particular that you would love to hear on La Hefa Experience. As always, Hefa, you are worthy of taking time to work on your goals and fill your cup and already have the power to stress less, love more, and be unstoppable. Go show your family and the world how it is done so they believe that it is possible for them to do it as well. You are a Hefa and Hefas find a way. Have a nice week.